Five on five in five for on your Thursday, November the 16th. Stephen, Kelly, Fletcher here with you once again. We've got the weather, we've got the headlines as we head into a very big Bengals game tonight. But we'll get into that along with everything else happening around our area here in just a moment. But we've got to talk about the last day of like really great weather we can enjoy in the afternoon. If you, yeah, clear the calendar, basically. You know, I think my kid has swim lessons tonight. Nah, it's going to be <laughs> outside. Everyone burn your energy. We can make up swim lessons in the winter. What we can't do is run around in the wintertime. You can. It's just a lot different. So, yes, keeping in mind the forecast as we get through today, close to 70, awesome, sunshine, partly cloudy. Uh, the chance for rain comes tomorrow, and we will have the cold front coming through. So the high tomorrow, lower, but not unbearable. The difference we're going to see is that actually overnight it's warmer, but then during the day it just doesn't creep up as high as it has been. So uh, rain is coming tomorrow. Not a total washout. Not going to completely ruin your entire Friday, but just be mindful that that rain is coming. We've got another system that's coming through next week. I think Tuesday is still the day they have pegged for that system, a second cold front to come through, which will impact our temperatures as well as travel plans. So that is one of those we will attack it next week. But do be mindful, especially with the holiday coming. A lot of people are traveling, have days off, have short weeks. So that will start to impact you maybe a little more so than it would during a normal work week. Absolutely. If you have Christmas lights to put up, I highly recommend doing that today. Steven is every task doer. I'm I, trying I to be as like diplomatic about this as possible. Uh, task doer's nightmare. Because like, I absolutely sent that text message that was like, hey, it's going to be nice today. Maybe we should dot, dot, dot. So. I'm just saying, I've put up Christmas lights many times when it's been bitterly cold and windy. He's calling he's me because he's bringing me coffee. So I really shouldn't talk so much smack. <laughs> this is where we will pause so she can go get her coffee. And we're back from that uh, coffee gathering break for Kelly. All was well. Listen, you got to stay. Got to stay up. Stay caffeinated, y'all. We live in a caffeinated world. Got to be ready. Okay, let's get to the headlines before this podcast gets more off the rails. Five on five and five for our Thursday. Fletcher, what is our first headline? Yes, our first headline. Speaking of off the rails, you know what won't be off the rails, at least for a couple months? Uh, the funding for the government. Overnight, the government shutdown was averted, at least for now, with the Senate approving a House-passed temporary government funding bill after a late-night meeting. Yeah, so good news here, especially ahead of the holidays. Government shuts down. That means government workers have to work without pay. That means TSA. They'd be working without pay, which means many of them would probably call in sick because they aren't getting paid to work. So that crisis averted, but it's just pushing the can down the road until January when all this will come up again. They hope to get something long term done. But as we all know, in this political world we've been in for the past few months and years, there's a divide among Democrats, there's a divide among Republicans about what is the proper path forward. Do we fund Israel? Do we fund Ukraine? Do we Republicans want cuts here and there for certain programs? Well, a big mess, but come January, we'll be doing this same topic on the podcast once again. Yes, and the hope come January is to f uh, have at least seven, eight months of funding up until September. Uh, and this morning, Kelly, we also got to look at uh, who some of our local lawmakers uh, voted for yay and also voted for nay. Yes, Greg Landsman, Brad Winstrup, Sherrod Brown, Mitch McConnell, Todd Young voted for the bill. The six lawmakers who voted nay were all Republicans, most notably Thomas Massey, J.D. Vance, and Rand Paul. Yes, and as Stephen said, we'll probably be talking about this in a couple months' time. 100%. Uh, Absolutely. But for now, government shutdown, crisis averted. Uh, if you haven't heard as you're waking up, now you are. Uh, our second story, much closer to home, uh, we're continuing to learn more new details about the fatal bus crash that killed six people in central Ohio earlier this week. 
what jumps out at me as some of the most interesting things developing now are how they plan to investigate this and what they have said so far. So this investigation could take months, uh, potentially up to a year or so. Uh, We aren't going to have answers right away, which is to be expected when you have a crash of this magnitude. Uh, They did identify all of the six people who were killed. Uh, The NTSB and Ohio State Highway Patrol are both conducting investigations and say they think the crash could have potentially stemmed from a wreck that had happened nearly an hour earlier. We all have been traveling in those situations where all of a sudden traffic comes to a complete standstill as you've been going 55, 65, 70 miles an hour. So um, don't know what if that contributed to it, but they are looking at that. And they also said that there are conflicting reports of the chain of events that have occurred. So there's going to be a lot to put together there. Uh, We have learned the bus did not have seatbelts for anyone except for the driver. I don't think that's necessarily shocking, especially uh, on a charter bus. Um, But the NTSB, again, saying that this investigation could take anywhere from even 18 months. So uh, again, it'll be a while until we have answers. We will remember and bring those to you because those are six lives that obviously were lost way too soon. Our third story this morning, some hope for the holidays, a local food bank and the Reds teaming up to try and ease the burden for families who may be struggling to put a Thanksgiving meal together on the table this year. Yeah, we love to tell these stories, you know, because as people are in need, Thanksgiving can become expensive. Some people may not just have the means to go get the stuff. So uh, the Free Store Food Bank is uh, stepping in with the Reds at the Reds Youth Academy. This is happening in Roselawn. We're recording this at uh, 8.15-ish this morning, but they're getting started at 9 a.m. today. Uh, planning to give out meals for enough for 2,500 families um, for Thanksgiving. And uh, it's just a fantastic way. You drive through, they give you a box that has uh, potatoes, stuffing. You even get a turkey, some fruit and some vegetables, all that good stuff. For anybody who can't make it out to the food drive today at Free Store Food Bank over at the Reds Youth Academy, there's going to be another Thanksgiving box drive held next week. That'll be at the Fifth Third Admin Building on Kingsling Drive. It'll get started at 4 30. So lots of opportunities to get a meal, uh, get your family fed to enjoy a great Thanksgiving. Our first story this morning, uh, a bit sadder. Uh, We just talked about good things with helping people who can't afford food. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, this fourth story, the Franklin, Ohio community paying their respects, uh, final respects this afternoon to a canine who was killed in the line of duty. Yes, so sad. We're talking about Fury, a three-year-old German shepherd killed last week uh, as a marked SUV was hit by a wrong-way driver. Uh, They did try to rush Fury to a vet but unfortunately he did not make it. Um, Two Franklin officers were also in the vehicle. They had minor injuries, but I mean, they treat this very much like a line of duty death. In fact, it is a line of duty death. So they will have a ceremony today, a procession as well. And they do expect to have people come from all across the area, canine officers specifically uh, to be there to say their final farewell to fury. Yes, and that uh, the service uh, this afternoon expected to start at or around noon will not be open to the public, but there will be a live stream for that service, and we have a link to that live stream when it will be live on our website at WLWT.com. So if anyone uh, would like to be part of that service virtually, you'll be able to do so via our website. And finally, we're waiting all day for Thursday night, a major game for the Cincinnati Bengals this evening as they head to Baltimore, a crucial AFC North clash 
if the Bengals want to win the division, this is a must-win game. It's a near-must-win game for their playoff hopes at all as they enter the game at 5-5. Five and five. Yesterday, the Bengals announcing uh, T. Higgins and Sam Hubbard will be out for a second straight week. We saw Burrow struggle uh, in the passing game for most of last week without Higgins on the field, and we saw the Bengals' defense struggle both in the running game and in the passing game defense without Hubbard, something that's going to be key with a guy like Lamar Jackson and the breakout of Keaton Mitchell uh, in the Ravens' backfield. Um, however, who should be in the lineup is Trey Hendrickson. 72 hours ago, we thought he'd miss at least a week, if not a couple, with a reported hyperextended knee. Yesterday, no game designation uh, on the injury report, so he should be good to go. Uh, so we'll see what difference that makes uh, 8 o'clock tonight on Prime Video. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how much Hendrickson plays. He might not have gotten I'm, an injury designation, but... I'm so curious, yeah. So we'll, we'll see how quick he is, because, I mean, he, he said, Lamar Jackson on the other side. He has to get off quickly, go chase him down. We'll see how healthy that knee is. This, this one has... You get the angsties, uh, as we used to talk about in college, you know, right beforehand. I'm like, oh, boy, I don't know. I just I, I hope all goes well. Obviously, hopefully that energy again can be channeled into a win. But it is it is a stressful position to be in. Although the AFC North is so all over the place that, you know, we talk about playoffs being potential on the line here. But we could watch the Steelers completely fall off the rest of the season. That's true. The which is John why Watson hurt yesterday. So they have that? no quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I say the playoff hopes in general, a loss right. will completely shatter those. But, you know, the, a loss would also put them at 0-3 to start division play for the second straight year and would end the season series with the Ravens. So they would have to hope for other teams to do their bidding for them as the uh, weeks uh, dwindle down. Yeah, and they play one of the tougher schedules to end the season considering the first place schedule that they're yeah. playing this season. Jaguars, Chiefs, Steelers twice. It goes on and on. Yeah, my Colts. Yeah, your Colts. Huh? They, they're five and five. They're playing people tough. Yes. Yeah. All right. Listen, we'll be back tomorrow. Fletcher won't be because once again, it is this Friday. Fletcher, you have a fantastic weekend. You guys as well. We will. We will. All right. Well, I'll have another podcast for you tomorrow. Hopefully, talking about a Bengals victory. That's Fletcher. That's Kelly. I'm Stephen. We'll see you tomorrow.